Hey there, guys. This is Steven from Country Fried Otaku. I'm here with Trey, a couple good old Texas boys talking about video games and anime. It's been a little slow lately, but we still got plenty to cover, and I think you'll really enjoy the episode. How are you doing today, Trey? Good, Steven. I'm good. Hanging in there, ready and excited to talk about some anime and games as we get into the schedule and, and what we got ready for today. I'm, I'm pretty stoked. How about you? I'm doing good. Started the day with some Lolita's Tacos from down the street. Feeling pretty full and happy. I got some notes here. I got some news and some games I've been playing. And we're going to be talking about the ever-so-fun subject of shoujo. Ooh, I'm kind of, kind of loving it already, I guess you could say. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that got weird. <laughs> So what have you been playing lately? Man, for me, I've kind of switched it all up on what I have been playing. I finished, I don't even know what I finished. I, I flip games constantly until I find one that catches my attention. But I started this one called Exist Archive, The Other Side of the Sky. It's made by the guys that do Star Ocean, Tri-Ace, and someone else. But it's a JRPG platformer, and it's got this, this I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of like Indivisible, where you get characters assigned to face buttons, and they all activate and you fight off a timer sort of it's interesting so far i'm like maybe two or three hours in i like it these kids get involved in some kind of traffic accident in tokyo and they get sent to this other dimension and they don't know if they're dead or not but they get involved in this uh conflict between god and they have to get to this tower and resolve the conflict or you know uh, see what happens after that and that's kind of where i'm at I, I just don't know what's what's next and i'm still working on finding other characters they have people that they know they're still missing and they're looking for but they have a couple funny inclusions of of modern day speak in there that one of the gods that's with them or the god that's with them uh, doesn't know what for reals means and one of the characters keeps saying it and he's like oh we gotta go up there for reals and the god's like what does for reals mean <laughs> and it's <laughs> it's really funny the way they talk and it's it's really cool and animated I, well I like you really it. enjoyed indivisible didn't you oh i man i loved it so we, we have a little list of games in the discord for games we've beaten and we've all been giving them rankings so that's the only one that i've given a 10 out of 10 so far it's indivisible Damn. i loved it all except for the boss fight at the end but since since, since you haven't gotten there yet i'm not going to spoil it for you but it's it's rough but it's only because of how i play games it's rough well well i was watching the stream if you recall oh you saw okay yeah good deal so god yeah it, it was a god. it was a blast watching you <laughs> just suffer endlessly in that but it was a lot of fun to watch the whole thing i mean you did probably like three weeks worth of different streams for it oh yeah i i don't think i've done as many episodes for a game as i did into this but i i pushed everything else aside like i was doing super mario rpg and i just i stopped i wanted indivisible and that was it and i don't i don't think i've ever just wanted to play a game that much and it it did such a great job i love everything about it you're indivisible. welcome yes thank thank you <laughs> Stephen. you you did that and you got everyone else into the game too you probably got er, at least five more sales for the game. You, you made someone's paycheck. So <laughs> you made someone's Christmas. Um, what else? I started streaming Evil Within, and I'm still torn. I don't know if I like the game yet. Someone in the chat said that there's 20, 20 chapters in it. And I don't know if he's right or not. I don't want to look anything up and spoil it. But if that's the case, I'm like a quarter of the way through. And I still don't know what the hell's going on. And I don't know if I'm really enjoying it or not. And I've heard people compare it to like a spiritual successor to Resident Evil 4. But at this point, I kind of think I would rather Resident Evil 4. Like, it, at least it's at least it's got a direction that I understand it's going. At least it's 
campy. At least there's Leon. I I don't I don't know what Detective Castellanos is is doing here. I don't understand the world. I don't know what the what is happening. So I'm still on the fence, and I don't want to wait till the halfway point. But it's all right. Everyone's having fun with it so far. I keep God, that. There's a couple frustrating enemy points. There's bombs everywhere, and I don't understand it. Like they set traps, <laughs> and it's like this is a scary game, but there's bombs everywhere, and I. I want scary creatures, and they have these invisible noodle face zombies that, like, I have to look at puddles <laughs> so that I don't get killed. I, just, I don't know, man. It, it's Evil Within's kind of funky to me, but we'll see. I, I'm not halfway, I think, but I don't know. What about you, Steve? What are you playing? Well, uh, I have not gotten a ton of time to play mini games, but I did jump back into Fire Emblem: The Three Houses. Ooh, how many playthroughs have you done on that? Uh, well, I started one uh, about um, August, uh-huh. and I uh, really enjoyed what I experienced that, thus far in the game, and then I decided to load it up the other night and realized I had no idea what I was doing, <laughs> oh, so no. I'm just going to have to eat the three hours I put into that game already and start fresh. But I do love the game. It looks beautiful, and the battles are a lot of fun. I remember this, and there's all kinds of little side activities. It's it definitely leans pretty heavily on character interactions because I remember there being a lot of people to talk to and a lot of, uh, you know, kind of almost dating sim style questions to help you build your relationship with the varying characters. Mm -hmm. Now, I understand that it gets a little more battle heavy as you go on and it's really engaging. And I'm hoping now that, you know, I'm getting settled into my place, I can actually put some serious time into an RPG again. I really, I really want to enjoy this game because... I bought a full price, and it's my kind of thing. So, you know, hopefully that'll be the case. I did pick up a couple other games recently. I picked up a Room Factory 4 Special on Switch, which is the Switch port of one of my favorite 3DS games, Room Factory 4. And as you know, I love Stardew Valley and Harvest Moon and all those other life sims, but this one's a little more dungeon delvey and has a pretty good story. Yeah. So, are you? Is that the noise you oh. make trying to think about life sims? <laughs> oh no, I don't. I don't know what that was. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm partnered with a child. <laughs> the other, the other thing I picked up is actually something you'd be a little more interested in. This is your kind of game. That's I picked up the Yakuza Remastered Collection, which I, I think I mentioned to you on the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The whole thing. Yeah. Well, it's got three, four, and five in it. Mm-hmm. with all the remasters and it actually includes a ps3 physical case so you can put yakuza 5 in there and complete your collection because okay. 5 was never released uh physically in, in america until now this series is just fantastic i'm still on yakuza 0 working my way through that and towards yakuza kiwami and kiwami 2 and then on to the remaster collection but it's it's essentially going around being in japanese uh nightlife town and beating the shit out of guys and following the story but then you can also sneak into an arcade and play like virtual on or you know you can play mahjong you know go to the batting cages sing karaoke all kinds of crazy things yeah you're just building a backlog or you're just adding to your backlog i see what's really going on here you're <laughs> not much. a you're not fooling me i i understand Yes, yeah, so while I may not be playing as many games as I would hope, I've collected some more so that I can play games. Ah, I see. I I also got some more games for my uh, treat to myself for tax season. I got, what was it? I got the digital version. Well, I, I only got some digitals, so, so shame. Shame on me. But I got Vanquish, the platinum release uh, Vanquish. 
And I'm excited about that one. I think that's the only Platinum game now I haven't played. I think I've pretty much been current on everything else Platinum. You're missing out until you play that. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. It looks really cool. It's over the top, man. It's 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 100% a game you would like. I mean, you jet around in a mech suit shooting all kinds of robots. And it's it's so fun. It's got Gears of War kind of style cover shooting. But mm-hmm. it's a little more fun to just jet around shooting guys and... Just causing all kinds of chaos. I, I I think you'll die a lot, but you'll enjoy every death. That's I could God a lot. <laughs> okay, I'll deal with it. Yeah, I can deal with mechs, and that that's okay as long as there's robots involved. I can normally put up with it. Uh, what else did I get? I got this uh, this game called Crystar, which I was kind of confusing with another game called Dragon Star Veneer, and I was interested in both at a time. There's a, a YouTuber I watched that reviewed both. But this Crystar one is a game about these uh, these two girls that go into purgatory, and they kind of have this huge emotional like turmoil filled adventure, uh, trying to get out or trying to find each other. And I was really interested in something that like plucks some heartstrings because I haven't had anything like that since I guess Kingdom Hearts three. But I think that was emotional for a different reason because it was a conclusion. It wasn't really sad. It was just like oh it's over. But it was I'm looking for something like to ruin me. And I'm, I'm hoping this is going to ruin me emotionally. Uh, let's see. What else did I get? I feel like I got something else. But, uh, oh, I got Trails of Cold Steel. And there was something else in there, but I don't remember it. But those are the three that caught my attention. All right. Well, what are you watching these days, at least in terms of anime? I haven't started anything new. I've kind of uh, kind of just stuck to Food Wars. I've done a couple episodes here and there. And I've actually started watching these this uh, Dragon Ball Z critic who's done this like story arc character critiques of Dragon Ball Z characters and, and the arcs themselves and like comparing them to how story writing goes. And it's been really fun watching that. But apart from that, I've just been watching episodes of Food Wars here and there. What about you? Have you been able to start anything and finish? Uh, well, I've been watching continued episodes of Inspector, which I'm really, really enjoying. And I had no idea it was a Crunchyroll production. Apparently, they uh, helped oh. fund to get it made. So, news to me. But I'm loving every second of it. The I'm still mm-hmm. keeping up with uh, Welcome to Demon School. And then I also watched the Natsume's Book of Friends movie. I had actually uh, purchased the Blu-ray. It was like an import that had English subtitles. And it's a it's a really fun movie. Like I'll get into Natsume in here in a little bit because technically it kind of falls into the shoujo genre, kinda. Um, but it's a lot of fun. It was worth every penny and a little bit of time I I, I spent watching it. The animation's fantastic and it's got great music. Um, mm-hmm. I'll definitely have to let you borrow it next time. Okay. That's kind of what we're watching when we can and playing yeah. <laughs> when we can, which will hopefully become more active here soon. But in other news let's talk about the news in actual news um <laughs> let's see so lots of big hubbub about monster hunter oh, uh, i've got i've got qualms i'm not really happy about paul wes anderson i, I don't think it's paul wes anderson i think it's paul w anderson <laughs> or paul some paul whatever his name from resident evil i don't want him doing it and i don't want mila jovovich in it i was if, gonna say so this is the monster hunter it. live action movie Yes, and it's from the guys that did Resident Evil, and like, I- I'm actually okay with the Resident Evil movies as like standalone Resident Evil universe. Okay, yeah, sure, whatever. Not at, at Resident Evil, eh, whatever. But ah, uh, th- this Monster Hunter one doesn't sound okay. Like, it's like 
the the plot so far sounds like these this military squad has to defend the world as a portal opens up and monsters come out. It's got like a cast of Mila Jovovich, Ron Perlman, T.I. Like this, this sounds like shit. Don't <laughs> forget don't... Tony Ja, our, uh, you know, the star of the Ong oh, Bok series. Oh, the Ip Man? Oh no, Ong Bok, yeah. yeah. Oh God. Ah, what, what, what kind of eclectic cast is this? I don't, I don't understand. Like, I know clearly somebody in an office somewhere was like, man, this Monster Hunter World game is selling crazy for this Capcom company. We need to cash in on it. Who can we yeah. pay as little as humanly possible to do this? And that's and, what it is. And Mila like, Jovovich is like, sure, let's do something like I did, you know, with Resident Evil. I don't yeah. know. It's it's a it's a hard sell on me, mainly because in the first place I'm not sure how you would make a Monster Hunter movie. It's very much a kind of like piecemeal experience. There's not a deep story in it. It's you know, there's big giant monsters and there's people that hunt them for supplies to get better stuff and go hunt bigger monsters. Um there might be some, you know, hyper fan out there that would argue differently with me but as far as my experience with it it's been pretty straightforward hunt monsters with friends that's all you do so how the hell do you make a movie out of that yeah i don't i don't know the, the posters they look cool they look like some some fan made some cool swords and gave it to to celebrities and i mean it, it looks cool but i don't know about it like sonic did good but Monster Hunter? Oh, I'm reserving judgment until I see a trailer to a degree. Because, yeah. like I've said before, I tend to like things that people think are horrible. So, I really want to give it a chance. At least uh, Sonic recovered pretty handily, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, he did. But, I don't know, I'm still on the fence about whether or not he actually recovered or if they had that in the pocket the whole time. And they they just used it as a ploy. But Like they eh. did a uh, design so horrible just to oh. drum up attention absolutely they just put out a crap trailer and they're just they just played i think that i don't know i could i I'm, i don't know for sure but that's what i think all i can say is that is a brilliant move if that is truly the case in this conspiracy i i think it'd be great you know you make this ugly ass character get everyone up in a whole in a hubbub and then everyone goes and sees like wow they did good and they listened to us and it's like yeah yeah we listened Oh, yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> we listened to you. We knew oh, what we man. were doing. So, oh. what else you got for me? Hit, hit me with the good stuff. The good stuff. Genshin Impact. Have you heard of this one, Stephen? Is this the uh, Chinese, like, Breath of the Wild yeah. style anime open world RPG? Yes, sir. So, they released 12 minutes of gameplay, and it looks great. Oh, oh, boy. Do you not... Do, are you not a fan of it? I No, it's not that. It... I'm, I still need to go watch this. Like, I really need to. I'm, I'm all for that sort of thing. But there was a lot of publications that were kind of talking about how a lot of the uh, resources were pretty much the same from Breath of the Wild. Uh, one for one. Oh. Oh, really? Uh, now, I'd have to do a little more research on that because that those were articles going around a long time ago. And they may have cleaned it up. Maybe like they were like, oh, no, caught red-handed and they made something new. Uh, but... The idea sounds solid, and I, I'm deeply curious to see this 12 minutes of gameplay and actually see how it works, because I want to know, is it, is it straight-up Breath of the Wild-style action, or is it you know some RPG elements that kind of blend action and those like skills and 
and skill trees and things. Yeah, that I kind of don't believe that I'm they curious. would do that. I mean, I don't know. I don't remember when that came out, but I know MiHoYo from a mobile game they made called Honkai Impact 3rd that I played for a while, and it, it looks great Ooh. for an anime mobile game. Like, super cool. Not not a This is not a paid promotion, but it looks really good. And I was excited when I heard they were making a console game, because it's like, oh, shit, they made it big. Wow, congrats, guys. But, I, I mean, I could see the cell shade inspiration from, you know, Breath of the Wild, but I don't think it's a Breath of the Wild clone. But, I mean, if that's just what it's labeled as, sure. Okay. But, I mean, I, I'm interested in it. I mean, yeah, it's, it's definitely mm-hmm. in my wheelhouse of interest. I'm just kind of curious about – that stuff kind of catches my eye sometimes. Uh, in terms of how how these things are made and how they're marketed and if there's any you know kind of you know copy paste essentially like I want this to be a unique experience yeah. just not a new skin of an old game yeah well I want it on my radar and I want it as soon as possible it's gonna be for the PlayStation 4 I think it's supposed to come out later on this year so it'll be on both our radars too so I'm excited for it um my next bit of news, I actually got a whole lot of Pokemon shit, so there's that. Of course you do. Yeah. Unexpectedly, as much as I've been against Pokemon, it's... I've never been against Pokemon, so there's <laughs> there's Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution, or is it Mewtwo Strikes... Ah, whatever. It's back, or... Yeah, it's back, <laughs> and it's on Netflix. Uh, it's like the 3D animated Mewtwo movie, and it's on Netflix. I want to go check that out. It looks okay. I don't know if it's dubbed, subbed, or, you know, and worthy of a rub, but I want to go check it out as soon as possible. That is not the phrase I expect you to use. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted a rhyme. (laughs) You should choose better. (laughs) And I, uh, I just want to see if it's good or if it stands up, but I want to see the other Pokemon movie as well, or the original one, and I just want to compare them. I just want to see the other one. Again, it's been a while. Well, that sounds. Funny. I was what? Yeah, and I want to. There's other Pokemon movies I want to see. I watched the I Choose You where Pikachu speaks, and then I want to see the Power of Us, and it's. I just want to see Pokemon movies, and that segues into the next one, which is they released another trailer for Pokemon the movie Coco, which looks super good, uh, really well animated looking so far. It looks like they go to some jungle area and uh, Ash and Pikachu run into some native i guess i don't know but it looks cool yeah it has the new legendary in it doesn't it zarude i think it is that damn it you took my next one ah oh. surprise bitch stole your news <laughs> can't cancel the episode i'm not i'm not doing this <laughs> no i don't i don't think it did i don't did i miss that it's possible did you see a scary looking monkey in the trailer wow d- maybe i didn't finish it zarudes are Zerud was revealed in uh, Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. And in the trailer? Yeah, I was pretty sure that's the case. Holy shit. Maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, so Zerud was revealed. So I don't know. I mean, it would be cool if they keep revealing new legendaries for Sword and Shield, along with all the old Pokemon, too. So I don't know if they're just going to do updates where, hey, you got a new legendary. It's Poo Poo McGee, and it's going to be here soon if you have the season pass. So I don't know if he's going to be locked behind that or not, or if you actually get Zarude whenever he shows up. Because it looks like he's going to have, or from what I was reading earlier, locations mm-hmm. or something. I, I don't know. But it looked cool. And then Pokemon Twilight Wings is airing, which is their newest little sub-series. Um, did you watch Pokemon Generations? No, I, I didn't. Uh, believe it or not, I've been out of the Pokemon loop until Sword and Shield. Jesus 
Christ. <laughs> <sighs> oh, that's right. You didn't play Pokemon. Ah, you didn't play Pokemon Gold, Silver, Crystal. Yeah. So did you play Pokemon Ruby or any of those? No. no I oh, was, my God. I was, uh, I was in the military Steven. at the time, and I was uh, stationed elsewhere. That It was not available to me. Ah, uh, so throughout those games, there's, I mean, you know, tons of subplots and all extra things. Like in Gold, Silver, and Crystal, there's like a a power uh, kind of like a power plant that's used to uh what is the word like fuel a red gyarados's rage to damage a town or something and in pokemon generations you get to see these different subplots explored and you get to see the pokemon trainer lance go through this little uh segment and take down this power plant and in another one you get to see something happen in a different generation of pokemon and it's really cool to see these different side stories happen because you've played through them in different games. It's like, oh, I remember this story happening. Is this how it happened? This is canon because you you saw it happen. It, it was there. It was really cool and fan servicey for those that went through it. Um, Pokemon Twilight Wings looks like it's going to be the same thing, but for those that you know played Sword and Shield, so it's everything but for one generation. Ooh, well, I'm definitely interested. Uh, you're my you're my uh, Pokemon source, so. I, uh, I'm going to have to pick your brain about varying things to try. I mean, I actually own X and Y, Alpha, Sapphire, Omega, Ruby. Uh, pretty, I own a lot of them. I just haven't played them. It's a goddamn shame. God. <laughs> God. Ah, just get Soul Silver or, or Heart Gold. Let, let's start there, and then, and then we can figure it out. <laughs> figure out what to do next. I did have God. a little bit of Pokemon news. Oh, that I didn't reveal? Yeah, uh, unless it... Not it? it? <laughs> unless well, you're holding on to uh, it. <laughs> no, I, I, all my cards are on the table. What could you have? <laughs> uh, so they recently held a uh, a poll for the most popular Pokemon, and Greninja was the overwhelming winder, winner. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I figured you'd be disappointed. Uh, uh, I think uh, Mimikyu is up in there as well. I think I saw that, yeah. yeah. Mimikyu and, oh god, I remember seeing Mimikyu and someone else for runner-up. I didn't remember seeing Greninja for the final winner. That's so lame. Yeah. There's tons of cooler Pokemon, like like Politoed and, nah, he's not that cool. But fine, whatever, Greninja, <laughs> fine. How do they pass Rowlet? I don't understand. Well. Decidueye has a bow. I don't understand. <laughs> god. Uh, it's okay, you'll get over it. But uh, in terms of my news, uh, there's a couple a couple things real quick. Is uh, first and foremost for me, like being an older gamer, uh, the sad news is that uh, Kazuhisa Hashimoto, the guy who came up with the Konami code, the up up down down left right left right, B A start, uh, he passed away this week, and uh, that's that's a sad thing because it's really kind of an interesting piece of history because that code was came up with when he they were developing Gradius and the game was too hard for him to de- to debug and test later stages by just going through the game like he just wasn't as good as you know some expert player so mm-hmm. he, he came up with this code that would basically give him all the stuff so he could just tear through the game and uh and get to where he needed to check things out in terms of you know bugs or or music and different things like that and it just became this whole thing with Konami. I mean, they did it in Castlevania, they did it in Contra, they did it in Gradius, and as you know, it became pretty much part of the culture. It's used in tons and tons of stuff. I think it's even being used in, like, websites before. Like, for April Fool's, like, if you pushed that code on their website, it opened up a little game or something like that. Yeah, man, let me pour out some on my bang real quick. That's, it's sad, man, <laughs> when, bang. 
My bang, yeah. It's staying up real quick. I, I've been up for a while. But yeah, man, that's sad. Sad when, when people that made contributions like that go. Yeah, it is. And the other bit of news I have is the fact that apparently everything under the sun uh, that is a convention, large gathering of people, whatever it is, is just being absolutely canceled or postponed in the face of the threat of coronavirus. <clears throat> yeah, so I think Sony, listen, Sony, Microsoft, Blizzard, Epic, and like another like six or six to eight companies pulled out of GDC, PAX East, um, in Japan, the anime Japan big huge convention they have every year at Tokyo Big Site canceled outright. Cowards. Uh, yeah, it's just been, but it's been affecting everything. I mean, it's anime conventions, gaming conventions. Uh, even just the conferences of any kind of nature, concerts uh, have been canceled, uh, just one after another. I believe actually in Japan they're pretty much pulling, or maybe they did finish uh, deciding they were going to close the schools down until like April just to Man. avoid any kind of potential issues. I mean, you know, places are running out of face masks, though the CDC has said that really won't help uh, in the long run to protect you from it. But uh, you know, better safe than sorry, I guess in some cases. But you know, it's you know diseases especially new ones are kind of a serious concern so at least they're being responsible about it like i know it's kind of a like there's a part of me that the nerd in me is like cowards but the other part of me that knows how easy it is to get sick on like a bus trip back in high school like around like 40 to 50 people and then you throw in thousands of people in a building and you're pretty much just really gambling like i get it i get it i'm i'm not really you know sore about it plus i'm too poor to go to any of those events so it's mostly like oh cool yeah that's (laughs) i guess it's a better choice but Still not happy about it, but whatever. I guess they'll reveal whatever they have to reveal from home. I as think, long as they do that. I think the but. biggest thing is is that uh, a lot of people are expecting PS5 details and Xbox Series X details and some more game announcements for those platforms at these things. And now I guess everything's going to be done live streaming or just postponed outright or maybe not even done. We'll uh, see. Uh, yeah, probably. I'll just, just post it up on the website. I mean, why not? Just make sure it's cheap and it's it's up there. Just, everyone just wants details, and might as well just type it out. Make it easy. Don't don't leave any room for questions. Just to send out a press release. Be like, yeah, oh, we were gonna do this on a stage with some like pyrotechnics, but instead, here, have this this email. Yeah, <laughs> here we send this right to you. You're asking. <laughs> In regards to my last email. Oh no. Yeah, per my last. But yeah. So I think that kind of takes care of the news and what we've been doing. And uh, as always, we have a un- unique ability to run our mouths for a long period of time. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy how we always get to like the halfway point with just what we're doing in the news. It's I, I always feel like we don't have enough time, but we'll see if we can get through the shoujo part. Hey, no, I mean, is... <laughs> I leave a bunch of stuff out if I'm being completely honest. I, oh, know, wow. Yeah, like I got to pay, I, I grab notes every week and then I, you know, pay attention to the timer and go, okay, that one's no, that one's a no, like, let's not talk, like, because I'll go down a rabbit hole of like really small, you know, headlines that matter to me. And yeah. that, that probably would only matter to me. I'd be like, oh man, this person canceled their, their concerts and like I'm the only person that knows that, that band or some shit like that, so. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh no, the fray's still touring, but oh no, who's listening oh, to the god. fray? <laughs> I love cable car. <laughs> oh god. 
All right. So let's get into let's get into the, uh, to today's this week's topic, which is going to be shoujo anime and manga, a genre that is primarily focused on young girls and women, typically highlighting romance and and drama in that same vein. Uh, to me, it's you know a lot of times it's mostly romance, but there is some comedy stuff out there, and it does have a certain distinct art style. Um, you usually see a lot bigger eyes and you get the, uh, as they call it, the shoujo bubbles, you know, when, you know, the heartbeat goes off and there's these cute little bubbles or like octagons of I've fallen in love kind of stuff. But then there's also some yeah. weird, like, uh, kind of, you know, sadomasochistic stuff or vampires or some weird stuff mixed in for fun. Uh, depends on your, your, I guess the age group they're going for. But overall I'd say it's mostly about romance and kind of a unique art style. Yeah. You can, yeah, you normally are able to tell. You can tell who is geared toward and, and what it's not. Like, you can see the difference between Yu-Gi-Oh, Dragon Ball, and Yu Yu Hakusho for difference. And then if you look at Vampire Knight, Kamisama, and Fruits Basket, you know what's shonen, what's shoujo. And that you can tell what the, what the theme and who the audience is. And it, it's pretty apparent. So we're just going to start out by talking about a few series, giving some generic uh, synopses. It's a good place to start with these series in terms of that genre, especially if you like romance and, and drama. There's definitely some supernatural stuff mixed in with different storylines, which we'll kind of mention. Uh, but mostly this is kind of a primer, and we'll talk about stuff in depth maybe on another episode. But let's just get into the synopses and choices. Now, you said you found kind of a list that you were going through, uh, would you say it was 100? Well, so the thing I clicked on from Ranker.com was that the top 15, and I clicked on it, and after I got past 15, I kept scrolling, and it went all the way down to 100, and I was like, wow, this was very <laughs> misleading, but very informative. So I went ahead and stopped at 16 because of its very iconic title, and it was Sailor Moon. Uh, ah. Sailor Moon was, yeah, ranked 16. I think that's one probably everyone knows or has heard of. It's it's almost interchangeable with Dragon Ball Z. I feel like for a shonen shoujo type interchange. So just for, I guess I could give a synopsis on it. Uh, the magical action adventures of a teenage girl who learns of her destiny as a legendary warrior Sailor Moon and must band together with the other Sailor Scouts to defend the Earth and galaxy. Uh, that, that sounds really cool. I, I, I don't think I could have described it that way. Except that the, the, that characterization is horribly misleading in terms of the actual characters in this series. Osagi, yeah, because the girl's like a goober. Like, yeah, Usagi <laughs> is super lazy. She's bad at her schoolwork. Um, she's really just not into it. And she's always hungry and eating. And uh, ends up becoming apparently the savior of the universe uh or is like some kind of like princess or some something I, i'm trying to remember i literally have every season on blu-ray dvd including the movies and things like that and i just haven't sat down and watched them in a long time now i i started with this series oh okay yeah this uh this is one of those shows that was on usa network early ass in the morning and i'm when it, like before school and when i say early i mean four thirty, five o'clock in the morning not 6 a.m and uh, I remember just being obsessed with it. It, had, it was only dubbed. They they cut out a lot of like the blood and violence and kind of like glanced over certain details. Um, but the series is, is fantastic. It's got romance and it's got adventure and action. But I do love the fact that all the girls have kind of a unique personality. You know, you got the goober that is uh, Usagi, but she ends up becoming, you know, kind of very leader-ish and, and strong-willed in some situations while being completely lazy and a crybaby in others. 
and then you have the the book smart girl amy and you have the athletic girl which is uh sailor jupiter uh i can't remember her name at the moment uh but yeah there's all kinds of different characters and then as you go on through the seasons more romance occurs uh more tragedy and uh more sailor scouts for that matter i think there ends up being like 16 of them or something like that wow they it gets that big there's that many yeah, there's five seasons. As a matter of fact, Sailor Stars, the fifth season, was uh, never released here. Because, if I recall correctly, uh, the enemies in this one are actually, I think, guys that turn into Sailor Scouts are female. So it was a whole like transphobia thing for a long time. Ah, um, okay. They just remastered all the seasons and released them on Blu-ray and DVD uh, with like a new dub and everything like that. And, you know, uncensored. And th- I think they just finished releasing Sailor Stars. And I have both of them here in the room somewhere and i need to i need to watch that and really kind of see how it all ends up but yeah there's there's a whole solar system worth of sailor scouts out there and uh, it gets it gets pretty wild in the typical shoujo fashion where it's like this is a thing hold on let's see how we can make it weird because then they introduce time travel shit and uh you know all kinds of mystical stuff Uh, but i think at at the at the base sailor moon while being an adventure show really sticks to a lot of romance in a lot of its plot lines. Okay, because there there is Tuxedo Mask, the yes. the main man himself, Mr. Mr. Suave, as they used to call him somewhere. I don't I don't know if there's a there's me. All right. But. I just want you to read synopses <laughs> of anime and manga that you just make up on your own from now on. Like you look at like four pictures of it and you go, I know what this is about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can do that. I can pull up just random pages on a reader and just, oh, oh, hell yeah, I could do this. Um, let's see. The next one on my list is a pretty popular one. I remember this being popular in high school whenever I was, uh, when I was in, in the school myself. Uh, this one is Vampire Night. Uh, Vampire Night tells the story of Yuki Cross. The earliest thing she remembers is being attacked on a snowy night by a vampire and being rescued by Kaname Kuran. Who was also a vampire. Was it the same vampire? Uh, the story takes place ten years after that event. Yuki is now the adopted daughter of the headmaster of Cross Academy. Uh, okay. Talk about adopting up. Yeah, I... So, what is the story about? That didn't tell me anything. <laughs> I, I assume it's about... Like, I actually haven't checked out the series. I hear about it a lot as like, yeah. some people's favorites, but I, I've never actually checked it out. My only guess, based on my knowledge of shoujo, is the fact that there's going to be two vampires that oh, are absolutely. both handsome men, and they will be competing for her affections. You, you know what? I bet one's human, and she has to make the choice of what... It, it's going to be Twilight. It's got to be Twilight-ish, but there's no werewolves. Yeah. I bet it's just This is before just Twilight, too. Yeah. Some pre-Stephanie Meyer shit. Oh my god. Um, let's see. The next one. Wolf Girl and the Black Prince. Erika Shinohara is the high school student who desperately wants to fit in a clique so she would not become lonely. Unfortunately, the guy, Kiyoya Sata, turns out to be the most popular guy from her school. That doesn't tell me anything. <laughs> this is a horrible synopsis. Yeah, Wolf no, Girl. There's, there's definitely some research needing to be done on that synopsis. Uh, I, I assume it's another one of those uh, shoujo. Like, it may, I, the way I talk about this makes it sound like I don't like shoujo, and that's just not the truth. I actually adore it. And just will eat it up and read it, uh, read manga in like three days straight. I'll just read every volume there is. But it these kinds of ones tend to be kind of uh, juxtaposed male and female. It's either like quiet girl, rambunctious guy, or vice versa. 
and how they connect and loosen each other up or you know help them teach them you know some impulse control and you know other rivals appear right different things like that yeah there tends to be a rhythm you see like they're they tend to be predictable but they're normally a a good one is well written and you enjoy the characters throughout Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of that is the supporting cast also really helps make it enjoyable i actually found a quote earlier while i was doing all my research um and i keep i keep referring to shonen and i'm sorry about that but shonen or in shonen characters exist to further the plot but in shoujo the plot exists to further the characters and i I thought that was a really cool quote that is a really good quote yeah that definitely sells shoujo the way it is because it is very much more character driven plot lines than it is necessarily an overarching story you know i actually am a big fan of this series called domestic girlfriend which is in all intents and purposes a shoujo but it definitely has a little bit more of an adult tinge. Uh, basically, it's about this guy who ends up meeting this girl who's like, hey, do you want to sleep together? And they both have their first time together, and they're like, all right, let's leave it at that. Only for him to go home and find out that his father is remarried, and he has two stepsisters now, which is, one of them is the girl, and another one is his teacher. Whoa! And then, yeah, and then... Whoa. yeah. And then, then they both they all go to school together, and then romance hijinks ensue. And it's it's very dramatic, very very dramatic. This uh, I think it's a uh, K Sasuga is the author. Also did a an uh, series called Good Ending, which was another like every time like you thought the main character and girl were gonna get together, boom, all kinds of crazy drama happens. Like there's a new guy in town, and he's he's gonna try to steal her away by force if necessary. It's it's very. Very much more adult stuff. They they really cover. Um, I'd say it's probably closer to the, the you know teen young adult kind of area. Uh huh. But it's, well, it's engaging as hell. Uh, you may have heard me and a couple other guys on Discord talking about it because like we secretly follow it and just don't tell anybody that we're a huge fan of domestic girlfriend. <laughs> no, but I, that's such a that's such a twist. <laughs> Like, oh, no. I'm going to hit you with some more. I'm going to hit you with some more. Uh, like a classic shoujo is Marmalade Boy. And it's this girl, uh, Miki, if I recall correctly, who ends up her dad remarries and she has a stepbrother now. And they hate each other, but then they come to love each other. But then it turns out he might actually be her brother and they have to figure out what the... Ah! Yeah. And then they have to weather ah! that stuff. You know, so it's it's definitely a lot of times uh, familial storylines happen. Like, oh no, it definitely hits some soap opera type stuff on occasion. It's like, I would love you, but you're actually my sister from a lost mother or something. You know, it's just really ridiculous stuff. Um, but it's it's entertaining, and that's really kind of what matters. Yeah, God, okay, huh? <laughs> I hate hate to admit it, uh, forbidden relationships and even incestual relationships are a common trope in some of these things. Yeah, it it happens in in the world. Let's see. Uh, So I'm going to skip down a couple. Some of these don't sound familiar. Mm -hmm. Um, But this next one was one I actually had started with my wife a bit ago because of the premise. Uh, It sounded funny, and we actually got a couple episodes in, and it, it was enjoyable it's called uh kiminita doke and it's uh this girl that looks like the ring and she's trying to uh i think she's trying to fall in love with like one of the most popular guys in the school but the synopsis is 
uh, Sabako Kuranoma is misunderstood due to her resemblance to the ghost girl from the ring. Uh, Kuranoma Sabako is complete. Wait, is that the? They just mixed up her name. Uh, wow, they they really did bad on these synopsis. I mean, it's, it's user submitted stuff, so don't hold them too accountable. Yeah, yeah, it's completely misunderstood by her classmates. So when Kazahaya starts talking to her, maybe there's hope for the friendship Sabako has always longed for. And she's always like kind of this brooding, like just like the girl from the ring. Like she shows up in the bathroom, she's like, "Hey guys," <laughs> and they scream and run away because it's. She looks scary. And finally, uh, the popular handsome guy talks to her and she realizes she might be able to have a friend. And it's it's funny and it it was enjoyable for the few episodes we watched, but I think we ended up watching something else too and got caught up with that. <laughs> I like uh, Kimi... Uh, was it Kimi ni Tadake? Yeah. It's, I think it's from Me to You. Something like that. But it's a, that one's a blast. Uh, it definitely really focuses on the characters, but I think it kind of focuses on other characters too, and it it really benefits from that. Like mm-hmm. it's, it definitely uh, covers a lot of different characters and how they interact with the main couple. And it's it definitely like I thought the girl was gonna be pretty submissive and kind of you know just be like oh I have a boyfriend now hooray, uh, but she actually grows in a big way. Hmm. I I do want to go back and finish it just to. Just to finish enjoying it, really. I, I liked what I saw. So I do plan on doing that one day. The next one is Blue Spring Ride. I do remember seeing this in quite a few places. Have you seen this one before? I've heard of it. Like, I've been seeing it around, and apparently it's based off a fairly old manga. And th- that should be right up my alley, considering how much I love, like, you know, 80s, 90s kind of era stuff. But I know nothing about it. Okay. So, uh, Futaba is a girl who is in love with a boy named Ko Tanaka in a middle school. In high school, her world is turned around once again when she meets Ko again, this time under the name of Ko Mabuchi. So, he just changes his name. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all I got, man. This is, uh, it, Well, stuff. I mean, honestly, Mystery. if you get too much of the information away in the synopsis, because these are right. very character-driven, so you can't really give a ton away, but these are also some really generic synopses. You, you should probably look up an official one that might have, I don't know, actual story elements yeah i may want to go to go to crunchyroll next time or something <laughs> this is uh who i uh, uh i have a series that i'm i've been reading for a while now it's called slow motion wo mochido and it's basically about this guy uh who's in high school and is kind of faking it getting along with everybody but he's actually a huge fan of like the 1980s stuff. Like he, he loves 80s music, 80s idols, has a record player, magazines from the 80s, toys from the 80s, like the whole thing. And he hides it because he got made fun of when he was a kid. Well, he encounters, Aww. yeah, he gets, uh, he, it's a whole thing. But he encounters a girl in his school that also is in the 80s stuff. And of course, she's kind of like the weird, um, kind of shy girl. Her hair covers her face thing. But then he finds out she actually likes 80s stuff too and like does her hair and gets dressed up in 80s fashion and karaoke sings 80s music and so they form a friendship and it co- it covers how they kind of develop as a couple and it really kind of and it also does a lot of uh, stuff highlighting information from the 80s in terms of japan like idols toys and so it's a very informative as well but it's really fun and it's also drawn in a 1980s style even though it's a more modern series and that one is a ton of fun i think it's only available fan translated so far because it's very much a niche series i think it only has like some like 60 chapters or something like that out so far yeah only 60 it's not that bad <laughs> okay come on i read uh, i read epo it's got 1065 chapters only 1065 yeah it's not, yeah no that's not that that's bad. a summer vacation buddy 
Oh, God. <laughs> so many. <laughs> uh, let's see. The next one is Akatsuki no Yona. She is the princess of the Kuka Kingdom, the only heir of Emperor... Uh, and the reincarnation of the Red Kingdom, Hiryu. On her 16th birthday, she was forced to flee Hiryu Castle after her father was murdered by Su Won. I've never heard of this one at all. Uh, I've vaguely heard of it. It's uh, Yona of the Red Dawn or something like that, or Yona of Red Hair Dawn. I don't know. <laughs> now I'm just thinking of Red Dawn, which makes it even funnier. Ah, <laughs> uh, Chris Hemsworth, the anime. I remember. <laughs> oh, please don't don't give me that remake BS. Oh, I'm gonna have to because I can't think of who is in the original, so I'm gonna have to hit you with the remake. Like Patrick Swayze? You don't remember Patrick Swayze? It was it. I'm gonna. I'm doubting myself. I feel horrible. I'm going to have to level with you. I don't think I've seen a Patrick Swayze movie. Really? You've never seen Ghost or... Oh, no, I've seen Ghost. I didn't know that was Patrick Swayze. I thought that was Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like it has Patrick Swayze, Jennifer Grey, Charlie Sheen, C. Thomas Howell, Leah Thompson. These are like major stars. Wait, Red Dawn does? Yeah, the original Red Dawn. Wait, we're talking about Shoujo. <laughs> so, yeah, we really so... need to get back on track there. Uh, sorry, I got distracted with my own little <laughs> moment. I'm also shocked that you referenced the remake, but whatever. Uh, so, in terms of shoujo, one I, I'm a pretty big fan of is uh, Full Moon Wo Sagashite. The, there's an artist named Arena Tanamura who is just a really famous shoujo artist. She's done Full Moon and A Gentleman's Alliance Cross and, was it, Kamikaze Kaito Jean, which is like a Phantom Thief kind of story, but with romance. But in, her big claim to fame is Full Moon. And it's basically about this girl, this little girl, who's uh, basically wants to be a, an idol and a singer so she can find her lost childhood love. Except that she's sickly and been diagnosed with throat cancer. And, what uh, the? Yeah. And so these Shinigami show up to take her, you know, to the afterlife. And she talks them into allowing her to live for another year and giving her powers to actually, you know fulfill her dream and you know then it goes through her becoming an idol interacting with other people trying to find her lost love and and how who she ends up falling in love with is a bit of a surprise and i don't want to ruin anything but it's a it's a bit of a roller coaster and it's a lot of fun there's a she's got a very active art style all the characters are a lot of fun but there's a lot of drama too and there's definitely some you know sad vibes going on so that's good i, I like heartstrings being tugged at as long as i can be emotionally invested I think that's what's going to keep me coming back is, oh no, who's, who's having what done to them now? And you know, that's, I feel like that's what the heart of it all is. Not if, I, if I can recommend way, anything, but... like that series is one of the main ones I would recommend. Like you were talking earlier, you want to be destroyed emotionally and yeah. full moon, especially the manga version is definitely going to do that to you. Wait, you were talking about full moon, not the Akatsuki no Yona? <laughs> No, yeah, exactly. I just I prefaced it with all kinds oh. of like the author and the titles that she. she okay, used. okay. Well, I, I thought we got back to the Akatsuki one. So, okay, sorry, so that's no, full moon. I know moon. nothing about that. It, like it's apparently <laughs> like uh, Chinese, you know, uh, warriors fighting to. I don't know. I don't know. Like now, I'm gonna have to look it up so I don't seem like an idiot. No, no, it's all good. But full moon. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. I totally just rode off into the sunset with the subject matter. No, I was going in the opposite direction. I was going back in the woods, so it's all good. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, so the next one is uh, maybe... It's a little indie one. I don't think anyone's ever really heard of this show, Joe. It's uh, 
It's only number four on the list, but it, it's called Fruits Basket. Um, only a little, little it's called, <laughs> bit of, huh? Yeah, no, no one's really heard of this one before. I, I actually just wrote this one last night. Um, but <laughs> it's, it tells the tale of, uh, of Toru Honda, an orphan girl who, after meeting Yuki, Kyo, and Shigure, Soma, tells the learns that 12 members of the Soma family are possessed by the animals of the Chinese Zodiac and are cursed to turn into their animal forms whenever they are... Or, well, I'll just... I'll leave that. So, because we've actually watched a couple episodes, me and my wife have, and I actually enjoy what I've seen of that one. I, I've heard about that ever since I was, like, in middle high school, and I was like, uh, that one, ah, uh, I want to read Naruto. And then I... I <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, me and uh, my wife started watching the remake. I, yeah. I guess you'd call it a remake. Yeah, it's it, a remake. And we started watching that, and I was like, wow, this is really entertaining. This is this is fun. I, I like all this. This is cool. And I didn't realize it was, uh, I guess, quite the story it was. And I, I'm excited to see how it goes. So I think they just ended part one, and they're getting ready for part two, right? Uh, part two is out, I think. I love being, we'll be I love being behind. It's great. It's it's. Phenomenal being, yeah. yeah, yeah, by all means. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it's really enjoyable. Have you watched uh, Fruits Basket before? I watched the original series, and I've watched a few episodes of the new remake, but I've been kind of reserving until it gets further along, because, like I said, I watched the original series, and a lot of the storyline is mostly the same. Uh, oh, yeah. For the intro part of the, the the story. So I wanted to get further so I can... I'll still watch every episode because that's just the kind of obsessive fan I am. But I want to get to the new material. Because this thing is going to go on and cover the way... Because the original uh, anime really kind of divulged, diverged from the uh, the manga. And uh, Oh! Yeah, so it's the ending of it didn't make any sense. So this is going to cover new ground that the original didn't. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Okay. But it's... When do you think it's going to get to that point? Maybe after part two? Or I do think you... it starts to in part two. Okay. Like, it doesn't take too long to get into the new stuff. And they have expanded some of the story elements they shortened in, in the uh, the original anime. Like, uh -huh. the original anime is fun to go back to and to see it as a, a creature of its time. But the new ones definitely looks a lot better and is, is much more well-written. Yeah. All right. Then, yeah, we're... Well, we need to start... Part two, then shit. Yeah. All right. So after that, uh, another another pretty big one. I've, I've heard about this one a lot. Is Kamisama Hajime Mashita, but I think it's also called Kamisama Kiss. I think uh, after her father having run away due to gambling debts and being evicted from her apartment, uh, Nanami meets Mikage, a strange man who is afraid of dogs. Nanami saves Mikage from a dog and tells him her story. I think it's called Kamisama Kiss as well, but right here it says Kamisama Hajime Mashita. So, yeah, I think there's like a whole fox man. I think there's a Yeah, there's woman a supernatural a... twist to this. Yeah, okay. Like she's, she's accidentally ended up like staying with uh, a lesser god type spiritual creature and then falls in love with them or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's just Inuasha, but less cool. Um... Yeah, less demons <laughs> fighting with each other and murdering each other less murders more lame uh the next one after that is maid sama i actually finished this one earlier last year i think and i really enjoyed it it was really fun uh watching the banter between the two main characters the guy and the girl they were so fun uh my oh, yeah. wife's my wife was like two or three episodes in and i saw her watching i was like what what is this and everything's like it it's cookie cutter really for the most part the girl's really 
Sundari. I don't. I feel like I keep saying that word wrong. Sundere. So, yeah, so don't make fun of my accent, man. Sundere. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like very blatantly flirting with her, and she keeps taking it as like you know he's just being stupid. And she has this whole fan club. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't even go to the premise. So <laughs> this girl um, transfers to this new school, and she also takes on this part-time job of being a maid at a maid cafe. But she keeps it secret from everyone because she's also the president at the school. And, mm-hmm. like, the popular guy or, like, the, the hotshot guy has this big crush on her. And, like I said, he tells her all the time, like, you know, you're the most beautiful girl. And she's like, you're an idiot. Stop talking to me. But he visits her every day. She has a fan club that visits her, and they're it, it's so fun. The whole thing, it's all enjoyable, and they they have a couple little arcs that happen throughout. That all the supporting cast are great. It's it's so memorable. Uh, Made Sama is probably one of my favorite anime I've watched in a while. It's probably one of the shojo anime that, and like manga that I would suggest pretty easily as an introduction, mm-hmm. along with Full Moon. But this is definitely a case where shoujo and comedy kind of combine here because her very like straightforward personality and tendency to punch people <laughs> tends to be really hilarious. Yeah. Uh, and uh, But I, th- I think it, it spends a lot of time trying to be funny, but the manga does go into some more serious stuff. It does the, the anime, but the manga is a little bit longer. It's easily one of the the most approachable in terms of shoujo. Yeah, it was it was cool. I think Maid Sama isn't the full title. There's a couple extra words, but once I was going into it and I saw Maid Sama, I was like, oh, I know this one. It's Maid uh, Sama. It's Kaicho wa Maid Sama. Basically, it's the president is a maid. Oh well, if I hadn't cut out the that, I didn't even have to go into the whole secret. Whatever, man. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> like the the premise is in the title. Yeah, I didn't even have to do all that extra effort. So, the final one, the top, the top dog for shoujo is Oran High School Host Club. Which is a freaking hilarious show. I don't even care about the shoujo parts. The characters are fucking hilarious. I watched the first, like, two or three episodes with my wife, and she she watched the rest of it, and I was dying. Because I didn't realize that the main character was a girl. (laughs) <laughs> Until, like, the end of the first episode either. And I was like, oh, man, this is great. And, like, I was bamboozled as well. And, like, all the other guys are really funny. It's it's great. I, I need to go back and finish and it. And it's funny all the way through that series. I own it all on Blu-ray, and I still go back to that series and watch it once in a while just because it's that funny. She's watched it, like, two or three times. So it, it's clearly got some value to go back and, and redo there's just a lot of really unique characters with really over-the-top personalities. And so, like, every time you think things are going to go normally, they do something absolutely off the freaking wall. And I absolutely adore every second of it. I have a wall scroll, which is always fun to explain to, to friends why I have a uh, wall scroll of a bunch of overly handsome men hanging on my wall. That That's your business. Tell, tell them to mind their own, but... <laughs> Man... Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was enjoyable for what I saw. And if, I'd if say that's, that's definitely always... top five. Top five, Shoujo. Yeah. Do you have any others you think you we, you would add to this list? Um, The closest one is probably going to be Toradora. Oh, damn, it was on here. I skipped yeah, it. Toradora is fantastic. It's about this guy who apparently looks kind of scary just naturally named Ryuji. So he's, mm-hmm. he's called the dragon. Um. And everybody's afraid of him. And then there's this little tiny Sundari girl called uh, Taiga is her name. And so everybody refers to her as the palm top tiger. And so they kind of end up 
clashing with each other accidentally and, and team up to get their respective love interests. Like, he likes this one girl that's, like, the social butterfly, and she likes uh, Ryuji's best friend. And so, basically, the Tora Dora name is... Uh, Tora is tiger, and Dora is, like, part of the word dragon. So it's basically ah. tiger and the dragon. And they team up in a kind of, a, kind of you know... I'm going to help you get your boyfriend slash girlfriend and we'll team up and work together. And then of course they end up falling in love. Oh, that's but the, the journey is really kind of what's interesting and in all the other supporting characters. It's a pretty solid, uh, shoujo, but it's definitely got a, a lot of Sundari stuff going on. A little bit of, a uh, little bit of violence. She's a little rough around the edges. Hell yeah. The more blood, the better. <laughs> and if there's, and if there's romance involved, that's great yeah. too. I'll take that. But then, actually, that's a lot uh, of good shoujo series we've covered. There's one more I want to add. Uh, okay. I, it's it's another small one. Uh, I don't think a lot of people have heard of it. It's called Senran Kagura. It's oh, it's God. a little small. <laughs> Here we are again. Kagura. <laughs> it always I know you're broken hearted about the director moving on to other things. But. Very. I'm very. But if everyone could show some support to the anime, maybe he'll come back. And maybe we'll get the next game. Well, but. I mean, the, there's some Senran Kagura characters in the new, uh, what is it? Katagawa Jet Girls. It's like a jet ski game, but with like anime girls. I'm not supporting that. Anyway, so that's <laughs> that's the that's all I got for shoujo. I, you know, I think we kind of covered a lot of shoujo. Shoujo is kind of one of those things that there's definitely some tropes and things that are familiar to it, but I think it blends into a lot of other genres. Like Natsume's Book of Friends is supernatural stories, but there is a little bit of that shoujo style in there, especially in the character designs. Whereas you have things like Your Name from uh the movies and mm-hmm. and it's it's technically a love story but it's definitely got some other elements in it that are a little more action-packed and, but doesn't have that shoujo style that a lot of people associate with it so i think it's kind of like a eye of the beholder thing but i definitely think that romance and love and drama is where a lot of that shoujo stuff comes from yeah i agree i agree that's that resonates with me i feel that but I, I think that actually covers most of our episode at this point. Yeah, I didn't... Man, I, like I said, we, we really get through a lot, or a <laughs> lot of our time, with the with the what we're playing in the movies part. Yeah, we really do. But, I mean, we're keeping a lot of these, uh, these you know, genre, genre recommendations pretty simple. I mean, uh, as time goes on and we get more episodes in, we're going to be talking about some series in depth and... Uh, talking about characters might even get a little spoilerific. Uh, we definitely Ooh. be doing this weekly. Uh, we're gonna try to record on Sundays, I think it is, and hopefully release by Monday, Tuesday area. Yeah, we'll shoot for it. Alrighty. Well, this has been Country Fried Otaku. Look forward to our releases. We finally have hosting, and we're even gonna have a Twitter and Facebook, which we'll post up or talk about next time because I actually don't know it. <laughs> it's all it's all Country Fried Otaku. Uh, if you look for us on. Wherever you're finding your podcasting source, you should be able to find us at Country Fried Otaku on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, and that's that's really going to be about it. Just leave us any sort of comment or feedback. Uh, we'd love to see it, you know, positive or negative. Let us know how we can grow and improve, and we'll try to work with it the best that we can. And, Stephen, that's really all I got for today, man. I'll see you next time. I'll see you next time. Have fun, man. You too. Bye. Bye.